You're listening to the Huck and Ride Podcast, the show that celebrates the two-wheeled lifestyle from pros to beginners and everything in between. Proudly brought to you by Kenda, the tire that's designed for your journey, the Huck and Ride Podcast is homegrown on two wheels. And now, here's your hosts, Jason Simpson and Lala Naharis. Well, hello, Lala. How are things going with you? Hello, Mr. Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) Day's going good. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's cold here. Very cold. Yeah. The weather changed and all of a sudden we found winter. Yeah, it was, um, so us uh, Southern Californians, we don't know what to do when it hits 40 degrees. I always laugh because it gets to be like 70 degrees. You know, once it drops down to 70 and you see, like, all the girls that break out the Ugg boots. Hey, mine's been out. I'm good. <laughs> Duh. But, uh, yeah, this morning, um, the uh, the thermostat at the, the bank near my house, it read uh, 38 degrees when I drove by it. And that's pretty cold for here. Oh, but, yeah. Um, so here we are, 12th episode. I know, pretty the, exciting. The like Dirty <laughs> Dozen. <laughs> And uh, pretty convenient that it's uh, leading up to the 12 days of Christmas. Oh, yeah, and you love Christmas. I love Christmas. I've, I got, I've got my uh, Clark Griswold socks on today. Oh, my gosh. Like, he can't wait till the he gets to put up his decorations and lights. He gets so excited. He has these two bears, or this bear thing. He's like, the bear's out. You know, he loves it. So it, Excuse me, it's my moose. Oh, is it a moose? Oh, my mom's, <laughs> my mom's is the bear. Sorry. The moose needs to come out. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fun, fun. It's uh, it's pretty interesting on on what this is has attracted and what's out there and where it's gone. Out of all the the episodes we've done, it's I'm loving it. So yeah, I think that that's uh, what's coming through. We're finding our stride and where where uh, you know we we've always you and I both have talked about how you know we we go where where God leads us. He opens doors. He closes others and. You know, um, people people may believe differently, but that's what you and I have have often talked about. And De- definitely, definitely, that's um, that goes without saying with a lot of things. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we I can envision something, but um, if God has a different thing in mind, then then it t- turns out totally different. So, and <laughs> and f- you know, being able to to let go of the things that you think you have control over and you know we if anything we've discovered this last year that we have zero control over (laughs) over what goes on right true that so but um in all that um one of the things i'll bring up first is so so today's podcast is just going to be lala and i we're kind of reflecting on on uh our three months into it and um, how we got where we're at today yeah and and this or why we're here yeah and so but uh, one of the big things that you and I have have been been going through, and and we've brought this up a little bit, but I'll I'll share again, is our weight loss. Um, both you and I both were, um, uh, gosh. It, I wasn't fat. I'm just under tall. Okay. Yeah. When you're four eleven and three quarters, yeah. like God just didn't make me tall. If yeah. I was tall, I would have been thin, right? Yeah. So we we were we were pretty overweight mm-hmm. and pretty unhappy with. Uh, um, everything, just writing, I- energy everything. level and, and all that stuff. And so one of the things that, that we did in, uh, May, and we've brought a lot of people along, along with us on our journey, uh, including my wife, um, a lot of really close friends of ours in the bike industry, outside of the bike industry. And we're continuing to do, continuing to do so as well. Yeah. So. And you now you're coaching in, and it's Optavia or, or Optavia, however it's, pronounced but um the plan's been awesome it's been it's been uh, life-changing for both of us definitely 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 that's when you can uh put on your socks without a struggle or better yet put on your knee pads to go ride bikes and you don't have to have somebody pull up the back part of them and you're pedaling and they don't fall down you're like oh wow is this what it's really like you know or to actually fit in the gear that's out there that i didn't have to I don't have to wear the yoga pants or the yoga waistbands to be able to, you know, I get a match, you know, right. like we wear fast house. And so 
I get to wear fast house shorts and pants now. Like it, it's huge. It's a big difference. Yeah. Well, I mean, so many things have hit me because I, I hit my, <laughs> fortunately I hit my, my weight loss goal and I went way beyond, I went 15 pounds further than I thought I was going to. Right. And, um, so being there and now, now figuring out how to maintain and that's, it's not a struggle. It's just, it's always learning. Right. right. And it's getting, and, and we talked, we said already how, you know, life is out of our control, but there's, there's little things that we can do to help us feel like at least we have a grasp on, on being healthy. Right. You know, whether, you know, and, and that goes mentally, physically, um, you know, down so many different things. It's, it's a lot of that. I mean, when, when you're not happy mentally, what, what can you produce out there? Like, you know? Yeah. Um, so you, you, you put on your big girl pants and, and you just go through the day. And, you know, when, when the saying the struggle's real, there is struggles. There, you know, you, you lie to yourself. You you think, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, what, it's only one more size. It's only one more pound. Yeah. So now, like, not being in control of a lot of things this year. This has definitely put me in, in something I am control of, and I love it. I love, I love that I can go ride my bike. I love that I can walk. I used to look for the close parking spots. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, I'll park away because I can walk because I'm not Absolutely. out of breath. And it's so, easier to find a parking spot anyways. <laughs> right, because yeah. everyone's doing the same thing, parking close. Right. So, yeah. but We're, we're, we're a culture of convenience, and, and our convenience led to us – being way overweight. Well, yeah, drive-throughs are easy when you're working a lot or you're always on the yeah. go. Ask my dog Winky; he's really upset that <laughs> he doesn't get drive-throughs <laughs> anymore. So, it's I think it's hit him the most. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's one of the things this year. And then you know, you come to me and say, "Hey, I've been thinking," and usually followed by that is, you know, I have an idea, and I'm like, "Uh oh," because yeah. it's usually like, "What are we gonna?" You know, this is how the team. This is how everything's evolved right so right well one of the things that hit me and it's really cool um because i didn't know how to take it um was um because because for for years now um i've been referred to as oh he rides good for a big guy right like that's that's a thing like well i'll go and i'll show up and do a cross-country race and it's like oh he did good for a big guy well, the bigger part of that is it was always gravity's your friend, right? Right. And and yeah. we're heavy, so gravity right. was our friend. But the climbs, forget it, right? I always yeah. said pedaling was stupid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyhow, so but being at the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival and uh, meeting Sarah from Neary. Neary from from Intense, uh-huh. and later on talking to her, and she she couldn't quite put it together who I was and then when you told her who I was out at the festival she goes oh the skinny mountain bike guy like just another fit skinny mountain bike guy and, I'm and that's like, a title you've never um, had that's why I'm like I don't know how how to take that because it's like wow okay that's cool like well, I, it's someone who didn't know you prior so she right, doesn't know what you right. look like yeah or, she didn't have a reference yeah. point for me before and so right. that's that's awesome like it feels so and that's not why I did it, but it's just confirmation that I'm how we're choosing health. Right, but how we're reviewed, like, you know, people, look at how many people walk by you that don't even realize, oh, that's Jay. Right. Like, that's Coach. You know what right. I mean? Because you do look different. How many people walked by you and, you know, Parker Arnold just said this. Right. You know, he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I see. I, I didn't realize it was you I was I seen. And then. You know, he goes, I, I should have said hi to you when he was in Sedona. Yeah. And it's like, you do look different. And, you, you know, so it is all that because everyone assumes like the way you look is the way you are. And so, I don't know. It is it is different. Yeah. So that's been a fun journey this year. Definitely. Starting the podcast has been really fun. I love it. I, I absolutely love doing the Coming podcast. I'm an introvert. <laughs> I know. I, I really, I love because... We love bicycles. We love the bike industry and, mm-hmm. and doing what we do. Um, you know, we have so many facets to what we do. We we run the T3 Mountain Bike Race Program. Um, done that for 18, 19 years now. I love it. I love the challenge of it. And this year is especially challenging. Oh, my gosh, um, yes. But we have some amazing team members. It, it's, um, 
you know, we, we did a podcast with him. We're going to cover that in a second, but um, I, I love what we do. And you work at Cycle USA mm-hmm. and um, you love your job. You love selling bikes to people, getting them excited to get out on bikes. Oh, yeah, definitely. I It's, you know... <laughs> I had a I had an employee that said Lala outside's free, and it's actually part of her like name somewhere and like Instagram or something, and opt outside you know and she always says it's it's free and you know selling bikes to people that you know you hope they go and use them right right but to go outside and pedal to take the crisp air or the hot air or whatever your day just you know. And it's funny because we were just talking about the mental health with Spencer and stuff. And this, it's so true. Like, it just gives your brain a break. Yeah. And it's like being that, you know, you get your first bike or your second bike or no matter what age you were, you go to pedal. And I see that smile on some of my customers that go and ride their bike. And they're like, oh, my God, I just did 10 miles. I never thought I'd, you know, or I rode to the grocery store a mile away, you know, because they put a basket on the beach because they're like, so it's all areas, right? And then right. I see these little kids that get excited to ride a bike, you yeah. know. So it's really cool. But then you have your high ends who's like doing that upgrade or whatever because he's advanced his skills and he needs that next level. So it's yeah. a blast. Yeah. That, so, so you know, you working at Cycle USA. And then uh, me getting to do a little bit of coaching um, outside of the team. I love to do it. I love to to get people involved in the sport and make, not just that, but just make them safer on their bike. Like, right. Because if you're unsafe on the bike, I mean, there's there's a few exceptions. But if you're unsafe on the bike, it's not always enjoyable, right? Being mm-hmm. injured, hitting the ground, breaking your bike, all that stuff leads up to, you know, all... It becomes a it becomes a hassle, right? And when it's a hassle, you don't want to do it, right? So, so me being able to share my love for it, my passion, and what I've learned along the way, um, you know, gosh, going way back, you know, to I started in the early nine, well, late eighties and early nineties, and being a complete thrasher, and really, I would never, <laughs> I would never have known that. I've seen some wheels that you've done. But then, then you know, when I got more into the downhill scene and then really started to um, think about my skill and what I was doing on the bike and then meeting Lee McCormick and taking a few of his clinics, racing against him, talking to him, picking his brain, being able to share that with people. Um, and then, you know, I went and got my teaching credential. Wait, but, back to Lee McCormick. Yeah. If anyone out there knows, it's Lee Likes Bikes. Yeah. And talk about mental health. His his bike riding has saved his life, seriously. So Yeah, that and, and surrounding yourself with the right people. Well, in your village. Your village yeah. always has to be good. Yeah. Somebody taught me that a, a couple years ago. And, you know, so definitely that's what I'm saying. But the bikes bring those good people to you, right. too. Like, it is, it is a healthy thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, so me learning all those things and then being able to share that through the team and now through some coaching through other other things actually um this was funny i was at my brother's house last week and he out on youtube on his tv um he had because he just records everything that says cycling right then he picks through what he's going to watch. <laughs> so anything that's cycling, he watch, He watches. And so, I mean, he's watching gravel races and like all this. Other, but the... Uh, all disciplines. The Cape Epic was on there oh, in yeah. South Africa. And so it just reminded me of, I don't know how many years ago that was now, but I coached Bill. I don't remember Bill's last name, but Bill comes to me. He was a 50-year-old fireman who was a triathlete who had a friend that talked him into doing the Cape Epic. And for those who don't know what the Cape Epic is, it's a eight-day stage race, mountain bike stage race, and it's gnarly. It's like, but you have to do it in a team, yes, and it, you both have to finish. Yeah, you, you have to start. There's rules. Yeah, so there's rules. So he comes to me, and he's like, I mean, he only has road bike experience. So he's got a ton of fitness, like super, super fit. He had the bike. Pretty minimal mountain bike skills, like really minimal, like can't lift the front wheel and so i worked with him for was it five or six weeks? five or six weeks Couple i think times before week, he had yeah. to leave and uh yeah that was the best part he came to you he goes i leave in like seven weeks yeah like, and the so races in seven weeks. so he goes there quick 
long story short, but he, he goes over to the race in South Africa. His buddy drops out on day one. Like the buddy, his mountain bike buddy who talks him into doing this. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, I don't know if, I, I think that his bike broke and he was just like over it. He was like, I, I can't go on. So they teamed him up with another person whose partner had dropped out. So he ended up going well, with. Well, what's funny is he could have said, I'm done right there. Right. And he, won, he was like, no, I trained for this. I'm going right. to do it. So he partnered up with someone who he didn't even know, finished the race, came back and was just like, oh my gosh, like you. Well, his call was from his 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 call was from there to let you know. Yeah, that, that he finished it. He goes, I didn't set any records time wise, but I finished it. He goes, I walked some sections. They were gnarly. I was super tired, but they're doing like over a hundred miles a day on single track. Like it's it's gnarly. It's and uh, so I don't, I don't care what kind of fitness I get in. I'm not doing that. Just yeah, so you know. But he said, I don't know that I'll ever ride a mountain bike again. But I did this and, you know, thank, thank you for helping. That was just, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just telling you how gratifying it was for someone to go in six weeks from like minimal skill to finishing one of the gnarliest races that most mountain bikers would never dream of attempting. Right. I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to share that with. He didn't people. touch his bike. He didn't. Even, he left it in the box for three months I, after. He yeah. never even built it up after. Like, yeah. He's like, I don't need to be on that saddle for a while. I don't think it did his road bike either. Yeah. But this is also somebody when you took him right here to Benelli, to um, where we live, and you totally like he made it up over a log or a railroad tie, and he was like, oh yeah, so excited. So, but that's the gratifying part of it. Just same reason why we do the team. Same reason, like even this, there is gratification in doing this podcast. It's. You know, we're the people that you and I know or the connections we have to be able to talk to them and share their stories. I mean, you know, I, I'll refer back to Spencer, like who knew Spencer had that, you know, and, right. then, and then he put out an edit of a video, him and some buddies. Yeah. Let's let's get into that later. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about our podcast so far. Okay. And he was he was just he's, f- he's calling the shots, you guys. I guess I'm in trouble. I can't, I can't <laughs> talk about that. Well, well, we will talk about that. So oh, there's an order. Sorry. Yes, my, there my is bad. an order. So let's go back to our very first podcast. Um, you you met Mike from Roy's Cyclery. Yep, great dude. Love him. Like you hit it off with him. Um, helped him out with some things at the shop. Um, yeah, he's just awesome. Like, and he is, and when people say I'm connected, he's definitely connected. He's even though he's only owned that shop for like not only but like 18 years or something. He knows people who know people who know people. Yeah, his connections run yeah. deep for sure. <laughs> Definitely. So, so he introduces you to Swap. Yep, Don, Don Maeda. Don Maeda, who who runs Swap Moto Live. So in that, we take advantage of the situation, right? Because I, ca- I had come up with the idea to... It's weird, though, because you came up with the idea like two weeks before, right. three weeks before, before I even... I'm right. Like, I never and listened this is, to podcasts this is what, or anything. Yeah, this is what goes to God opening doors, right? Right. And then we meet so, Swap. So we meet Swap and I tell you, I'm like, Lala, you've got to talk to Swap and pick his brain and see if he can see if he's willing to help like guide us. And mind you, Jay's the one that knows like his like what he does and everything. I'm like, I don't even listen to it. Like what am I gonna say? Yeah. So anyways, and then me and Swap end up hitting it off. Right. And so not only does he guide us, he Shows up, shows us how to set it up. I At think six thirty in the morning. I think you coerced him a little bit into actually hosting the first podcast. Well, you know, I told him he thought he was going to give us pointers. He ended up having to do it. So if you listen to our first one, he's like, "I think I just got suckered into this yeah. one." Well, it's right. Then he he pulled Mike into it, who Mike does not do these. Right. And so he's like, "I thought I was just going to be in the shop. Like, what the heck?" Yeah. Know? So so first one is swapping Mike, and uh, since then. Um, he waits for his call every Monday to see if we have to edit something or yeah. what, what he's going to teach us next. Right. So it's awesome. But, but Swap is also, he took it upon himself and he surprised us and did our opening commercial for us. Yep. Which everyone just heard before this started. Yes. So he's awesome. Great like, dude. Go listen to Swap Moto Live. He's, he's got a big heart. He'll give his shirt off his back for you. Yeah. I mean, he just went way above and beyond and, and Mike obviously does too. He goes way above and beyond what. You know, Mike will never do another podcast, just so you know. But oh, he will now. Now <laughs> you've challenged me. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was episode one. Mm-hmm. Second one, 
we met with uh, two two of our favorite goofballs oh my that gosh. we love though. They're we we say goofball lightly because they're actually really really good dudes. That I mean I plan on knowing for the rest of my life. Um, but Stephen Walton and Jared Hansen. Yep. Affectionately known as Swalto and J Rod. Yes, that's so, their, that's their bike names. Yeah, they're the <laughs> dynamic duo. So, right. Um, uh, Jared used to be on our team. Um, just grew to, he was on for four years, something like that. Grew to love him and his family. Um, through a whole series of events, he ends up wrenching for Stephen Walton now. Stephen, who. Sorry, Stephen. (laughs) He had had some learning curves in there. Yeah, so Stephen, who we've known for, since he was, I don't know, 14, 15, something like that. Um, so that was a really fun episode and it actually kind of, ended before we could get through our stories because Stephen has some great adventure stories of traveling across the U.S. Well, and he's just so young and he's like, all right, let's go do it. And then, you know, it's like, oh, your kid's out there, you know, yeah. like, so we'll, we'll do a part two on that for, for sure. We For sure, we need to, after the new year, get that lined up because mm-hmm. I think we ended with Stephen stuck in the middle of the country somewhere in his uh, Honda yeah. That he bought I don't even know if we got that far with it, but yeah. yeah, I'm not sure, but that was that was really fun. Yep. Thanks, uh, guys, for doing that one. Yeah. Episode three, we met with, uh, we were up at Sea Otter, and we roped in Steve Spencer and Joey Foresta from, yeah. from GT Bicycles. He doesn't live down here, so it was like we took advantage of the situation. They, li- so they both great. live in Utah, and uh, that, was, that was fun because Steve bring so much history and knowledge of the sport um that he can draw on and joey a, a fast young pro rider who again who was with our juniors when they were racing and right. so, so we've seen, seen him grow up and develop into what he's been yeah and i mean and steve running a team all those years and gt's great uh, is, uh, is lucky to have him because he is still passionate about what he does and same thing like you and i it's just that and, and it comes forward in everything he does. It's always learning. It's always what makes stuff better. So picking his brain over the years, too. I mean, we yeah. made, we made some personal calls to him. All right, what would you do with this? Oh, absolutely. This? Yeah, I've so, talked to him about riders and how to handle situations and yeah, right. it, all that stuff. So that's... It was it, great. Yeah. Um, while we were there at Sea Otter, we had quite a few of our team members there. So we did a, a, a number four podcast with the t3 mountain bike race program yeah and only having four headsets so we had some switching off going off and it did pretty good but it was cool because same thing the introverts on the team like actually you see what comes out when you put headphones on i'm like oh you know i mean i always talk so it's easy for me but then you get these guys like they got stories they want to share you know so it's cool because it's a way of doing that right so it's super fun because that was you know that that's not to say that they're all not, because I think you've you've said this on a lot of the the programs about people that are are near and dear to your heart, and but it's they true. Are. It's and it's and so that that really is like one of our our um, things that we're super passionate about. Obviously, is the right. team because we spend so much time working on it, and then. Um, but it's part different parts of our lives too. Right. Like as we've gone, I mean, through the years, it's you know like how we met somebody or how they're still part of our lives, you know, and the ones that aren't, but there's that moments that they're, you know, that they're out there and it, it's, it helps you like you get to reflect back yeah. on how with the lessons you learned along the way too. Right. So it's cool. Cause I mean, they are near and dear to my heart. People we've had on have been different eras you right. know, of whether it's a two year gap or, you know, whatever, but what we've learned from them and, different parts of what we've learned on the team when just being human beings, you know? Right. Yeah. So that was episode four. Then uh, episode five. Wait a minute. Back to episode four. We also had a dad on there. Yeah. Mr. David Saavedra. And I think he was the funniest out of all the kids. (laughs) All of a sudden, he has a lot to say off of the the microphone. (laughs) He's sitting on the sidelines, like holding up pictures and telling us stuff. Or, and is one of our biggest critics, by the way. He listens to podcasts faithfully. Yeah. And he loves us. He's, he wants us to do this like two or three times a week so he can have more of like, slow down. We can only do one <laughs> right now. You know, because we have both, both have full-time jobs. And, um, but his input on the outside looking in at us was really cool too. Yeah. So, yeah, for go. sure. So our next one, 
um, you lined up through through Cycle USA and your connections with Swap and and Alex Ray and all the different <laughs> things. So you had Derek Drake and Brandon Hartraft lined up. They are so awesome. Yeah. That good, was easy. Good dudes, and it was fun because I had never met them. So, you know, we, we met for dinner, got to know them just a little bit, did a podcast, um, just talked about how cycling plays a part in their lives. Of course, I want to talk about moto the whole time. Like, it, at that point, like, <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with, you know, pro motocross guys that, you know, race supercross and stuff. It's like, that's what I want to talk about. I, it's like, what you guys do is way more rad than what I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then right. At, and then their, their wonderful wives were there. Our girlfriends were there and now they're going to be their wives. They both got engaged. So it's awesome. And I mean, literally like within two Derek did too. I believe Derek got, yeah. Yeah. I think he put something to it. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I do believe that they did it's, also. It's coming, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's there. I, I really, I think he did like two okay. weeks after Heart okay. did. So. All right. Yeah, but they were wonderful because they all hung out while we were doing this. And Carson and Davey Millsaps, you know, Carson Mumford and Davey Millsaps. So yeah. it ended up being all them. And it was cool. I can't wait to, to get them on again, like after the Supercross season starts and they can tell me about how they whole shot and won a Supercross. Well, that's what you guys said is the whole shots would count. So Yeah. So well, that's that's what I, I told them. I, they better get those whole well, shots. I told them I'm loud enough to either boo or cheer them on. So they got it. <laughs> <laughs> so. So our next episode, uh, we went to some old friends, uh, DVO. Oh man, oh man. Bryson Martin and uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Dillon, and uh, we got to share some some laughs and some. That was that was really hard to keep that one like to a minimal because that talk about an era in life, like how long we've known them, and you know, so that was. I'm I'm surprised we did it in the amount of time we did because yeah. that one we can go back and do two and three and four versions of for yeah. sure. Well, and what's awesome is is that that just reminded me is what what always seems to come across in our podcast by the by the end of the podcast, we're always talking about it's just about being a good person, you know. And Bryson shared that about that it hit me that struck me real because what he does his actions speak so much louder than his words because he's not a real verbal guy so to speak, but. Well, I shouldn't say that because he's had some good words with us. Yeah. But he he shows up at the races and supports riders regardless of what they're on or what. Oh, yeah. And he loves the sport. His heart is so into the sport of 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 cycling in right. general, but mountain biking, you know, specifically, you know, we saw him uh, up at the, um, Brian the Brian Head at the Big Mountain Enduro. The next weekend, he's at another event. Like he was out at, he flew from Taiwan to, to, to LAX. Yeah, I don't think he even left the airport. He booked another flight and went to Phoenix and went to the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival. Like his his blood bleeds for mountain bikes. Well, and that's a true one. That's like riders. What what? How do they say it? Uh, By riders for riders. riders, right? And, and yeah, they do. They ride. They you know he'll. He know I know before he would be like, all right, lunch break, let's all go take a ride. You know what I mean? Because that mattered to him. That gave them that mental break. So, and and he's always trying to innovate. I mean, and he's helped our our riders at races right. on a fox. Right. And if he was able to help, he would have did it. Like right. that's the part that is. No, you're not riding. It, you know, he's not that elitist person. Out no. There. And none of them are. And it takes a lot because I mean, how many times has he been? Knocked down, kicked, drug out, and then he's like, "I will survive." And you know, and yeah. what, you know, it's that whole thing like we were talking about: what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And he's definitely come at it because, you know, with his son, with Bryson Jr., you know, poor Bryson had to be the dummy rider on some of that early <laughs> stage stuff. <laughs> you know, we're surprised he didn't we, break we it. We learned that from from Ronnie: you you fake it till you make it. Right, we did. <laughs> you know, and then using your and, use, and it's funny because he says that and he's such a genuine guy and he does such awesome work and he uh, I get that he he plays that off but he's amazing he's passionate too he's so amazing at, yeah. at wrenching and doing what he does well and Bryson our junior going from the design you know like he'd make designs here and there to what he's doing now he's yeah. actually stepped it up huge like his dad didn't just give him a position because your dad owns a company it's you know you need to earn it you need to earn to be there and so he's definitely done that so yeah. 
hats off to them. Like they're they're killing it out there. Yeah. Our next uh, episode was with uh, R.L. Randy Lawrence and his son Ryder, and we got to go down to his new, his newly bought compound down in uh, Menifee. A compound. We'll go with that word. Compound. It's a compound. It is, for right? sure. It is a compound. It's awesome. <laughs> He's down there living his dream. He's just, you know, coaching moto guys, uh, going riding with his son, coaching his son. The memories being, being made there you know, are amazing. You know, going wearing so many hats between, you know, husband, father, coach. Um, friend. Friend, you know. Yep. He's, he's awesome. Ryder is a great kid. I saw that... Uh, uh, he must have got his learner's permit. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> there goes some more gray hair, you guys. Mom and dad, <laughs> Mr. and Mr. Lawrence, uh, sorry. Because <laughs> your boy, I know he knows how to ride bikes and he rides moto. So the driving probably is not the problem of the go and get, you know, the gas and the brake and blinker. Oh, that my is not. Gosh. I think his speed is going to be the problem with, with that yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, so anyhow, so that was a fun time. Uh, Definitely. Finding out about RL's history and then Ryder, where where he's been already doing all of his stuff with Nitro Circus and I mean just crazy amounts of stuff with the BMX bike. Now going full bore into downhill uh, racing and just fun. Yeah, just fun to, to talk about excite, excitement of of where the sport's at. Yeah, you no, know? definitely. I mean, you have the history of of RL, who's done you know uh, wrenching on all the top moto guys to now coaching them, but then himself racing world cup downhills back in the nineties. Um, you know, and now his son going into it. It's just, I, I love it. I get charged. I like up. that he gets to relive it all over again with his son. He doesn't live through his son. He lets his son make the decisions, yeah. but he gets to relive some of that stuff too, because him being the BMXer and where he was and, it's a great story. You guys, if you haven't read that one or listened to that one, definitely go. Yeah. I, I just. I learned stuff. I'm getting fired up right now. Like, I want to go ride. Yeah. Because well. I get <laughs> fired up. But, yeah. So, um, our next one is with your uh, boss, Craig Kundig. Yeah. Interesting. And that that was a good and, one. And I'm going to apologize already because the sound on that one got got really mangled. And I think that. You know, we've been learning so much as we go, and Swap, is, like we already said, has been helping us. But He calls it Faithful Mondays when I need his help. Yeah, <laughs> but Craig, oh my gosh. Like, talk about history in cycling. Mm-hmm. I am I'm blown away by how deep and how far that guy's history runs in the sport. The roots are strong. Well, I mean, with his dad starting the store, so he was around bikes. Yeah. And then, you know branching off and doing bmx like he just knows you know all the names out there of the people that were i mean he helped support half of them you know a lot of them going out there yeah. i mean it's it's pretty interesting i loved it so i i want everyone to listen to every episode but please 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 if you can bear the sound quality because i think lala and i are really loud on that one and craig is not so you have to go back and turn the volume up as you listen to craig but please do it because it is awesome the amount of info that he has so i know it's frustrating to listen to but please do it because (laughs) it's it's amazing content um so and yeah and i got to share on the on the instagram some of his uh the bikes that he originally made what's funny is joe and i were at sky park my brother joe we were at sky park a couple weeks ago and there's a guy at the top just I don't, I don't know who he was. Hopefully he's listening, but he's a guy that talks loud. And he was sharing um, with the workers at Sky Park, the, the trail marshal guys that are up the top there. Right. He was sharing with them. A, he brought it up. He goes, yeah, and Craig Kundig, he's right down here in Redlands at Cycle USA. And and he started the, the RSS frame back in, you know, and he was given like the whole history. I'm like did he listen to the podcast? And he, I went up to him and he, he hadn't listened to the podcast, didn't even know about it, but he knew all this history, right. you know, and he's just an old BMX guy that knows the history of the sport too. But anyhow, awesome. Good stuff. It's cool because you, you could relate to what that story was because we just, we interviewed him. So you know, right. Him now, right. right. So after Craig, we met with Mr. Spencer Rathcamp and this kind of, kind of 
uh, I don't want to say it unfolded, but, but it kind of opened us up to, I think, a direction that we didn't see the, the podcast necessarily going to. And it's great. It's awesome because um, besides all of his stories and, and what he's been able to do in really a, a short amount of time because he's a young guy still. And so he still has a lot more to, talk to about, go. Talk about passion. But he um, he shared with us about um, a project that he's had had in his in the works for over a year, and was able to put together a, a short edit um, through Outride, um, which raises money for for awareness. They do a lot of kid stuff, getting kids on bikes and stuff. But another another uh, segment of that is how biking or cycling and just doing out things outside in general are such a positive outlet for your mental health and and just being um mentally healthy and so last night we actually were able to go to the premiere of that that video down in costa mesa and um it's awesome because he went to hawaii shut in despite the despite the weather i mean it was pouring rain and him and his him and his group of guys that that did it i think it was alto visuals is who put together the film talk about god putting people in your lives because he mentions how he tried to do it before a year ago and it didn't work and then how paths cross and god put him in front of the right people to help and and one of the biggest thing was the mental awareness which is yeah and talk about vulnerability like right he literally for a guy if you guys those who know him and don't know him but a guy who is put himself out there who's not normally that person like it was amazing i mean it, it makes you think how many people ride or do things because you need that mental break you know, i brought up in a couple of the podcasts like Riding with the Simpson brothers, you know, when they haven't ridden in a while, I feel sorry for their wives because, right. you know, and, and that's your break. That's Joe's break. That's a lot of people's. But uh, the, what what goes on in your head and what he put out there is just so, and the people who backed him on it, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, you had Bentley, um, the car is Bentley. Scott was out there and he's actually matching the donations that they raised, you know? So he's not, whether it's a dollar or, you know, who knows, 20 grand, he's he's not being selfish about it. He's sharing his story. And so many people have that. Right. And so, and how the bike has saved his life. And, right. You know, and I think it was great. I, I, I love the podcast with him. He definitely needs to come back. You know, him and Trevor are a good duo. That's what they want to do the next one, yeah. both of them on there. Yeah. So, um, but I just think, you know, like you talk a different direction, like you learn from these people, like even RL and Craig and, you know, you, you go through these, there was mental health even before on this, that oh, yeah. you just didn't acknowledge that that's why you wanted to do it or whatever. Right. But it was, you know, as a kid coming home and you're doing your homework real quick or you have to do your chores and you have to be on before the, be, be in before the street lights, but you were out on your bike. Right. You know, we played baseball on our street. We rode our bikes. We did. That was your break from. And then it was school. It wasn't adulting. It was right. school stuff, right? So and what I, it developed. I played into... baseball one time. Oh. Then yeah. Then I put it put that down and picked up the bike again because <laughs> I realized yeah. yeah. Well, ball, feet on the ground, ball being thrown at me, or yeah, it's not good. It's we've ugly. talked about this, and you're oh six three. Oh my gosh, I'm so lame. Oh my gosh, it's awful. So if you guys ever need a team member you need to feel sorry for, you can put Jay on your basketball team. Yeah. He may be tall, but... <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. He don't play so, ball well. So bad. But um, yeah, so Spencer kind of kind of brought that to light. And it's something that we had talked about because we've had friends in the industry, outside of the industry, who... Um, you know, have been, have dealt with their own mental health issues. and Or family members. And family members and, you know... Um, I, th I think everyone deals. I mean, we all deal with acknowledging it is, I think, different. I for you know, sure. I didn't know what anxiety was before, and right. you know, you you deal with stuff. You know, you okay, you gotta do this, and you know, my brain never shuts off, but you need to learn how to do that. And right. I know that's my next challenge in my life, but it is that because you do have those. I don't want to say voices in your head, 
But you do have voices in your head like, okay, because you're, you're constantly talking to yourself. If you don't, then you're lying to yourself because right. whether it's in a positive or, you know, they say, oh, you get up every day and you say, you know, today's a good day. You know, like you talk to yourself because that sets your, your path for the day or your tone. You know, the biking is that, I mean, for a lot of people. And right. You just never connected. Just like you said, the podcast that made you realize a lot of things, it, it connects the dots, right? Yeah. So it's huge. So in, be- in between... Uh, there, I think right after, uh, we did Spencer, I went to the Sedona mountain bike festival Yes, and, uh, got to, to meet a lot of old friends there. Um, who recognized you maybe, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I went through and, uh, had the, the phone with the microphone set up. Video Um, edit. Yeah. And thank, thankfully, you know, Maxine Irving way, way back in June when I, first started having this idea about a podcast and and what it's going to look like and then it's now evolved into what what we have a vision of just being a brand huck and ride right. and so you know along along with the podcast goes the youtube channel which i'm learning all about which is so fun and a lot of work and there's a, a lot that goes into it but editing videos and doing that and uh next challenges yeah and so sedona mountain bike festival i i went around and interviewed a bunch of the the vendors there um some i knew some i didn't know i just went and introduced myself and put myself out there which you know is is not like me but (laughs) but i because i love it right i i'm pushing myself to do that and so our first youtube video was up on the huck and ride youtube channel and it's just me interviewing vendors and it's really cool because i i i learned a ton because i talked to um familiar faces like roger hernandez from kinda i talked to uh, steve eaton from Kushcore, and uh met alex um steve quady actually uh put put me in touch with alex at, at g form he made he made the young kid do the the talking yeah because steve Qua- did not Qua- Qua- quady's like now nah, i'm gonna ha- hide back here in the booth and i'm gonna right. make alex go up front but so met with them, met uh, a guy, Brandon from Smith. Smith's been a sponsor of the, the, the team for 16 years. Right. Um, so Brandon was out there and I met him. And then um, I can't remember the guy's name. Scott, I think, from Trail Forks. So I learned a lot about Trail Forks. Trail Forks is awesome. So when I was in the store, I would always like, hey, you could download Trail Forks. And, you know, you talk about it, but then to learn that. Yeah, like, and it so links up with so many other apps. Yeah. Like you can use it, you know, in a multi Integratable, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the other guy, oh, gosh, it's but, but the Sedona the Mountain Bike Academy. Yes. And, you know, that's just touching on one of the things I'm passionate about, and that's coaching people and getting them out on the trails. How gnarly would it be? to have to coach people on Sedona trails and you have no you have no reference of of what their skill is right I mean you're going off of what they're telling you well it's just like people saying oh I love downhilling and then you're like oh you you know and then they're in a half shell and it's just no they're just their bike is pointed downhill right they're not downhillers right right so I mean I, I just thought oh my gosh like that would be that would be quite a an undertaking was to to run a mountain bike academy in Sedona with people that come through and you're like, uh, have how many, you, how many hospital visits this week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, there's cactus on both sides of the trail. You know, it's, yeah, that would be, that would be gnarly. I'll so, do the, I'll do the, uh, coaching of the hiking class. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if I missed anyone there, but, um, I think no, but that's a good, it, so, so anyhow, so that was fun. That was fun to do in between there. So basically what you're saying is, Huck and Rides YouTube videos are going up and you're making those happen now. Yeah. Because that's the whole package of the brand of what we're trying to do. Right. So, and I know we get our shirts and hats this week. So there is, it's, it's just. You're going to have our website up. The website's going to go up now that we'll have those. You've been working hard on that. It's looking awesome. I can't wait to launch it. Yeah. Sorry. It's, I'll say sorry now, but it's, we're total beginners. It's, you know, and it's, it's that, and I hope that comes through is that our passion, our love for it, because do we have a big business plan? No, not really. We're kind of shooting from the hip here. 
we're going, we're learning Steve as Har- we go. Steve Harvey's, you got to jump, you're going to fail, you're going to learn, you're going to move up. You're, it's yeah. how you get up and react to stuff is what, and that's what this year has been. So yeah. same thing with the website, same thing with that. I'll pick people's brains if I don't know how to do something. But the, the, the cool part is, I think through all this and even through our listeners, they all realize it's us and we're passionate about what we do. Right. Same thing we're talking about every single guest we had. Their passion has led them to somewhere to do something. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Right. Yeah. So um, so after the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival, we had your your boy. He is we my boy. We always say this because it's funny because it's like. Well, people used to get jealous because I took care of him. Or I he was know. Like, so so tre- Trevor Mejia. Majaya. <laughs> we had Trevor on who is uh, very much like me, very quiet. We just want to go, you know eat some tacos and ride our bikes. Um, but he actually talked a lot, shared a lot it of his really life. It was really easy because I know you were worried like, okay, I don't talk a lot. And you were saying you don't talk a lot. And then he doesn't talk a lot. And then, boy, you guys just went to town. It was great. And we've gotten great reviews. Yeah. And people text us on that. Like, so it's cool. He still owes us a picture of the window, though. So we'll. Yeah, yeah. Him and Parker promised me they're going to go get it today From, or tomorrow uh, or whatever. Spoken wheel. Yes. Yeah. But it's cool because. You, you know, once again, you put the headphones on, everybody has a story. Yeah. You know, and so some people like want to shy down from it, but everybody has a story. Yeah. So Trevor was a lot of fun. Got to share uh, about what what got him into biking, what continues to drive him to ride his bike and do these insane rides. He was just, he was sharing with us last night at uh, at the launch of, of Spencer's video, uh, which is called Cloud Nine, by the way. And I don't know when it's going to be available i, th- I think it's uh, another two weeks okay but um so trevor's out there and he's like yeah we went and followed curtis keen down something stupid there were bushes there was no trail and he asked if we had all signed our waivers because he was taking us like on a death march again and so anyhow it's awesome though because i can't i i like parker's in the story though he says in the video you can hear him say i didn't sign the waiver yeah <laughs> Yeah, and what's what's bad is I can't wait to go ride with those guys again. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. I I get amped up to go ride. Well, it's cool that they have, they, I mean, with Blake Master Angelo, Parker Arnold, Trevor Mejia, and then you have Curtis King, who's not far, and then Tanner Keatsman. Yeah. So you have those guys. I mean, you either what better a, step it up and ride. What a or, great group. Yeah, because you'll be in trouble if you don't. Like, yeah. Because they're not waiting for you. I well, mean, I, I think I shared with, with Trevor, didn't I, on the podcast about... The first time I went to see me and Curtis is there and I, st- I'm like first time down this trail. I don't know which trail it was, but who you knows? They're they're all have their own challenges. But I kind of creep up over this rock, like I stop on top of the rock because I don't know what's on the other side, right? Curtis comes down, blasting down, of course, because he built the trail, and he comes flying across the rock and he just calmly looks over at me. He's like, "Are you good?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just checking out." Like making sure i'm not falling off a cliff here you know and it's just funny because he's like talk about push like he was like get on your bike and ride you know right. and not in a mean way at all it's just he loves to watch people elevate themselves to that level definitely and, and that whole group has done that i right. mean you 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 push yourself outside your comfort zones or your boundaries and that's i mean i'll relate back to our team we've seen that on the team members you know from I know I brought this up a couple of times, but Austin Saavedra, nine years old. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to follow coach. And then dad's behind him. And I know you're nervous about taking a kid down bootleg, but yeah. talk about outside your comfort zone. And he goes. He's just like, all right, I'm going to follow coach. He's doing it. I'm good. Right. And he loves he loves that. But talk about just get on your bike and ride. And that's what he did. While David was in the back like, I'm just going to go my route back here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, that takes us to last week's podcast and that was with cole and claire feeney and brother and sister brother sister dynamic duo yeah and uh that was fun because two totally local kids um from uh, temecula who's never been on a podcast yeah are amazing I'm, on bikes and i mean they have things to say but they were super nervous about right talking on and then, this and cole cole of course was was pretty quiet claire who knew talking about putting on the headphones like claire took off 
And she has a lot to share, and she's passionate about what she does. And that comes across in that being a female in the industry and, like, what she can help. She's changed her major to it. So, like, yeah. that's awesome. I mean, learning from them and, like, Cole, like, give it, talk about giving back to the little kids out where he's at, you know? Oh, that was – I had no idea that he did that. No, me either. And he's working again, with the, like, the Durango Devo Yeah, because he's, he's so quiet, and here he's, like, helping these kids. And he's out. passionate about it. Like, yeah. he loves it. You've seen his eyes light up when he was talking oh, about it. Oh, totally. Like, I, I am excited to see where he goes with that. And I didn't get a chance to ask him. Um, but I'm wondering if he is going to stay because he told us how much he loved Durango and the area. And I wonder if he's going to stay in that area. Which, which After he graduates, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Writing's different. So he probably, and that's what he's passionate about. So. Right. Yeah. So. And I mean, talk about supportive parents also. I mean, through all these, I think, well, except for RL, but you know, the other ones are, there's most of them are still at, you know, not at home, but close to mom and dad. Have and I'm saying RL because he doesn't live at home, not because his <laughs> mom and dad. But you know, Spencer's parents, Trevor's parent, Trevor's mom and grandma are amazing. We talked about, but Joey Foresta, Joey Foresta, his parents, and then Steve's his second dad, right. right? Right. And so his parents trusting Steve. So you go down this just this list and SWAT being a supportive to his daughters. Like you go through all this, and it's like that background helps. But they're not telling them no. What is a bike going to do for you? What right. What is that going to take you? Go get, go be an engineer. Go be this. Go be that. And here they've changed their majors. Like Cole, you know, was saying what he's going to school for. And then, but his love and passion is being on that bike and and helping the kids. But then, you have like Claire and Cole who, are just like, yeah, I want to do this. I love this. Claire's taking her major into actually helping, teaching, coaching. You know, and keeping the cycling thing going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. so, anyhow, that's been fun. And then so the holidays are coming. Christmas is coming up. We're going to have, so I'm driving to Colorado again to uh, see my daughter, Haley. Yep. And uh, hopefully no major snowstorms as I drive through the mountain passes. Ooh. Good luck. Yeah. Get some chains. Yeah, for sure. And then, um, but one of the things... And um, I'm going to touch on it briefly because we we'd already talked. We've been touching on it off and on, but the whole mental health thing. Um, we are going to have our really good friend Maxine Irving on, and she's. Oh, talk about mental health. She's she's a former World Cup downhill racer. Yep. And uh, you could ask her, and she'll tell you. You know that was a lifetime ago, but it took her through, and and led her to where she's at now. And she has an amazing story, and she's using her story and her history and her experiences to help people. I know she's on. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm. I don't want to kill it because she's gonna have a ton to talk about anyways when she comes on. But, but there's some some uh, some. She, she helps on a on a hotline. Yep. Um, every night she's available. I think to to help people on a hotline she's, for mental she's health sober. awareness and. She's, she's she's been sober for over a year. I think it's going on two years. Yeah, and talk about passion. That girl, you know, where she could have walked away from the bike so many times, but she went down a rabbit hole when she wasn't on her bike. Yeah. And then getting back to being able to ride her bike yeah. and and just clearing the mind, right? Yeah. So it's that same thing. So whether it's it's mental, it's, you know, alcohol, whatever, but amazing person, big heart, another person that would give her a shirt off her back for you. And, yeah. And... All kidding aside, when she jokes around and laughs about things, her passion is what kept her going. Yeah. You know, the the dark holes and the dark spots are, are definitely, you know, but she doesn't dwell on those. She used those to learn and overcome. Right. Same thing, right? right? How yeah. you fall and get up, you know? Yeah. And I know we have, we've talked to, to quite a few people yeah, about being on the show. Yeah, we got some It's It's just the holidays right now. It's we'll get some more good Yeah, and, and so... Uh, Anyhow. So you get us today. Yeah. Looking forward <laughs> to, to many more. Yeah. Looking forward to growing the brand and us continuing to learn, well, sharing our passion. The thing about Huck and Wright is, is when you came to me, it was the, the biggest cool part was you had said, you know, first of all, the name came from, I mean, your bike, you Huck and you ride it, right? So we, we re- had to rename the team this year. So we went with T3 and all, all everyone who wants to know what that is. It's it's our enterprise. It's the enterprise of the uh, um, LLC. So it's yeah, a corporation that corporation. owns the team. Yeah, so it's it's twenty three enterprises, and so 
Um, Jay had did that a while ago, 11 years ago or whatever. So 23, T3, 23, that's the team. Um, T3, T3 uh, Mountain Bike Race Program. And then, you know, we're going to name this podcast idea that Wild Hair Jay has. And it's like, all right, and, you know, we're going back and forth. And everything, even on the team in this, sounded like either a club or it didn't sound, you know, you want to sound like you're serious, but something to say, hey, we're on this, not like a bike club, because there's a lot of those names out there. Um, and then so with this was he had just gotten a little toy Australian shepherd, and um, his name is Huck. And his daughter and her roommate has one. Well, it's her roommate's dog, but Haley has Haley it. claims it. Haley claims it more than the roommate, I think, or she'll, it'll be a, it'll definitely be a um, custody battle <laughs> somehow sure. down the road. And his name is Finn. And so Jay and, uh, Jay and his wife, Nancy, went with Huck, you know, Huck and Finn, right? And, um, but when I was thinking of the name, I, I out of the blue, called Jay and uh, he didn't answer the phone because he works with his hands. You know, man who works with hands can't answer a phone. And this idea is just like, so I'm like, call me. And then I had the idea of Huck um, because of his dog. And what we eventually want to get back to is being able to get raise money on this to give back to, you know, different, um, uh, what's it called? I can't even think of the well, name. Well, it's like... Uh, charities. Ch like ch ch Charities like that, that help dogs, you know, either... Foster care. Foster need, care, need, yeah, yeah, different things. And there's a lot out there, but they do need help. And, you know, I mean, my dog's my world. I love my dog named Winky. He's a Labrador pit bull. And anyone who knows, I mean, I'll I'll give everything for him. So he's he has two hip replacements and a lot of money into his legs. And But he's 12 years old now, and I'll, he's everything. So then here, Jay lost a couple. He's 100 pounds. My dog's eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. They're both they're both lap dogs. Oh, well, Huck, Huck thinks that he's just as big as Winky. And Winky thinks he's as small as Huck when he goes to sit on your lap yes. or your feet so you don't go anywhere. But, you know, eventually we want to have some dog leashes and collars and raise money to get back. So here Huck also incorporates with your dog. Yep. So the Huck and, and then we ride. We ride bikes. So Huck and Ride became the name. And, and that's, you know, where that generated from. And so being able to give back and in our way, like it may not be a lot, it may not. So hopefully we'll have a click donation link on the on the website too, just stuff to make what we do. Because part of the whole Huck and Ride thing was, you know, then you follow it up with like, well, what is Huck and Ride? Okay, you know, and we we were going with little backstory on like local homegrown mountain bike, you know, what we do. But then as we started getting people on the thing, it's like. It is different because it is it is local because we're Southern California. There's a lot of podcasts out there for, you know, that you can get pro riders, which I'm not opposed to having, obviously. I mean, I had pro motocrossers. I've had pro, we've had pro mountain bikers on here. But to be able to take it to even the small little homegrown. So this podcast is homegrown. The YouTube's homegrown. Our website's homegrown. And here, what our team has been homegrown. So, but... No teams have lasted the years that we have. Right. And believe me, there's so many times we could have thrown in, like, not only one white towel, but, hell, yeah. here, here's a whole pack of 60, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, and, and this year being the most challenging, even right now, going into next year, no bike sponsor. We're putting it out there. We're working on stuff. But you know what? We do what we got to do because we do it for other people's kids or adults, whatever you want to look at. Yeah, it. but it's it's our passion. It's our it's passion. We, like. so we, we believe in it. We figure it out, right? And, um, figures you, it out, Grace. Fig, <laughs> that, that one's for Grace Lawson. <laughs> so, you, you know, you go with it and then we have writers and, and sponsors that believe in what we're doing so they continue, you know, Yeah. but it's, it is that whole local homegrown, but I love it. I love what we do. I love our name. I, you know, and so for as many people out there that can share it or, you know, subscribe, you know, all the stuff that all that techie stuff needs to keep us going. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's never about the money because, hell, we've done a lot with nothing. Yeah. You know, we always look like the, the protein, you know, the ballers on budgets, right? Right. So, and and I love, I think that's where our passion's always gone. You know, you, you do what you can do with what you have. Right. And, you know, not coming from rich parents, but always did what they did for five kids to be able to give us what we needed and in the holidays. And, you know, there's times I, I think back now and, you know, and, and just where we've come, and, and you want to call technology, whatever, but 
I think of my parents like instilling paying attention to your surroundings, just things I work on every single day. Like, you know, but the bigger thing is they did without with five kids back in the day, you know, dad working two jobs, you know, mom home with five kids. And, you know, I remember there being meat on all of our plates. Uh, We all had meat, but then my mom and dad were like, oh, we didn't want any, you know, and it's like, no, we didn't have enough to have it for them, you know? So it, it is that giving back. And I think that's where our fulfillment, I think I'm going with this, my rambling's going to, our fulfillment of what we get out of doing all this. Um, you don't have to be rich to be a humankind and giving person. No, and no, I know. Sure. And, and I think with this, that fulfills, you know, just like your coaching, you know, right. Um, it fulfills that. And, and it fulfills it with me of, I love learning about people and, yeah. and, you know, open a textbook and my mind just goes everywhere else. But what I'm reading, um, but to listen to some of these and to while well, I'm sitting there and it's weird cause you're doing it live and you're like, go back and listen. And it's hard for me to go back and listen cause I already know what's going to be said, but I'm in the moment when I'm, 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 I like learning and right. learning from them is really, I think that's the most cool part about this so far that I've taken away and you too, like you get off like, wow, I didn't know that, you know? Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And so with that. We have done 12 episodes. Wow. 12 days of Christmas. Christmas is coming. I love Christmas. Um, I love the whole meaning behind it. Um, not going to go deep into that, but um, people can take that for, for what they want. Um, I love just the season of giving. and um, It's not always presents. It's giving yourself. No, it's, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And absolutely. I think that's where you know we're going with this. And so. uh, seeing family, uh, seeing old friends, um, you know, and, and uh, just I think what I've learned through the, the 12 episodes, I'll, I'll say just with the podcast, is I think what's, what struck me the most is, is how we always end up about surrounding yourself with good people. And that's that's something I I think that we've done, and I I love it. I love I love the village that we have, and um, the village that that we're building because it it doesn't stop. It it's you know the people come in and out of your lives for different reasons, and uh, and we're still doing what other, we did. Other people other people stay for for you know different periods of time and and it's it's all good but it's, it's all family and that that right. was brought to light i gotta bring this up real quick that was brought to light this week um really cool because i mean you know people come on the team you know nancy harris is a big part of our life um and roger um mm-hmm. Guterres, they're amazing um dynamic dual couple like you know retired all that but you you a lot of people that's come through the team racing just riding, whatever, maybe. Um, this week, um, somebody who I I talked to and enjoyed was Tracy Adams. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny because, you know, we don't always have to talk every day. But, you know, even if it's once every four months, we'll shoot a text to each other of like, hey, how are you doing, girl? You know what I mean? And, and talk about struggles are real out there in different people's lives. The best part about her is she sent a text saying, I want you to know what you and Jay have done over the years because some of her closest friends, they would have never even met had it not been for us. And so it's cool that she, I didn't expect the text. It was just one of her random out of the blue texts. And because, you know, she hangs out with Gil and, you know, Gil, I don't even, I'll mess up his name like always. How do you say it? Cazesas. Yes. And then um, Robert Compton and Adrian Thome that was on the team. Those are her closest friends now. And, and it's pretty cool because that's that was being human. That was being kind. And yeah. in a world of what we're living in now, like you get those texts and it just, I don't care what kind of day you're having. It just makes you smile. So Tracy Adams out there, thank you so much. Yeah. I love you, girl. Um, every day's real. And you know what God doesn't what doesn't kill us definitely God has made us stronger with so yeah. we've got this and on that and remember we do have Kenda who's always believed in we us we love Kenda tires <laughs> we love we love Roger and we love Kenda tires they they really are Roger's a good dude we'll um, talk about somebody who but Matt Matt and Aaron who are back at corporate in Ohio um, super good dudes like we see them what twice a year 
yeah one, like if we're lucky right um see them twice a year but it's like picking up right where we left off and it's it's friendship it's not just um, right it, it's kind of it's funny because we we do our we do our team stuff and it's like okay let's get this out of the way we deal with it like two minutes and then the rest of the time with them we get to be friends right and so well, you know it, it's one of those things like you, you know we talk about village and stuff it's i always related to who can you call in the middle of the night it, whether you're down and out, need a friend, need a phone, need a pickup, whatever, who would answer their phone to, to pick you up? And Roger, talk about somebody who's at every event, every weekend, like lives vicariously. I don't know if he wants to go through the bicycle industry sometimes, <laughs> but that is his life and his world. And yeah. that passion comes through. Like Kenda's very lucky to have him um, in Southern California where, sorry for the rest of the world, we don't get the four seasons. Well, um, I, I talked about how cold it was this morning. Right, exactly. <laughs> but we don't get the four seasons and he will be everywhere. And yeah. sometimes it's so spread thin, you know, that we've set up at places or, you know, just like Colby at ODI, you know, like, okay, we'll be here because you're there. Like, but somebody who's the passion that will definitely give a shirt off his back for you. That yeah. is, that is somebody like will give you his last anything. So, you know, that's the cool thing about meeting people in here. But, Kenda has also given a code of Huck and Ride 30. Um, go on the website, get any of your, you know, mountain bike tires, kids' tires, whatever, anything bike-related for 30% off, Huck and Ride 30. Put that in the the, the coupon section and um, keep them sponsoring us. That's how this, that helps that. So you can buy from them. I know the world of bike stuff right now is very hard to get being in the bike industry, mm -hmm. but... They do have some stuff. I've been on there. Go check it out. Yep. Um, unfortunately, if you go to your local retailer, you don't get the discount. But they definitely, if you can't find it on there, ride Kendas. They definitely put their heart and soul into it. And they are passionate about it. Just like anything, you learn and live, you know. I mean, Aaron's helped develop some stuff. And yeah. if you watch the YouTube video, there's something else coming out. Just can't talk about it yet. So um, subscribe to what you need um, or what you would like of what we have going on. Uh, we will be shipping out some shirts for those who would like to purchase them and hats. And, you know, yeah, I think it's amazing. But no matter, you know, what we do in life, like, this is just one more thing that we enjoy. So no matter which trail we head down, no matter where life's trail takes you. Or what journey you're on. Keep, keep the, the rubber, rubber side, side down. down. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>